Media at SAFM with Ashraf Garda. Exploring every media platform and industry. Only on 104 to 107. Alright, so let's talk about, everybody knows what the Salvation Army is, I think that's one thing, and, and how many of you don't know about human trafficking, I think just about everybody knows about human trafficking, so how do you, how do you make people aware of the dangers of human trafficking? Uh, well, the agency, um, Owen Castle, Leo Bennett, has come together, together with the, the Salvation Army, and they've put together a campaign which I think is worth talking about, so let's get into that. Uh, Jonathan Dennis is with me, the copywriter at the agency, Owen Castle, Leo Bennett, and uh, Stephanie Larson. Uh, also at uh, Owen Castle, you're is the creative director there. So both of you, Jonathan and uh, Stephanie, good chatting to both of you guys. Thanks for coming in. Cool, thanks, thanks for having us. us. Good. So, so who's going to talk first and give us the backstory in terms of what the issue that you wanted to raise first? Uh, Steph, you can take it. Okay. Go, yep. So every year the Salvation Army has a standards expo and they go there to create awareness about human trafficking. But the thing is, everyone knows about human trafficking. Okay. It's, it's you, said, you said Sexpo so quickly, people are not going to pick it up. So that's that Sexpo expedition, it's, which for many people is, oh, it's all sex. It's all porn. I'm just putting it out there, okay? Exactly. Right. It's okay. all about celebrating sex. Yeah. Um, the reason the Salvation Army goes there is to show that there is an ugly and bad side to sex, and that is the, you know, the sex slave industry. Mm-hmm. And every year they go there, they have posters, they have flyers, and you know, they try to tell people about it. But like I said, everyone knows about it. So instead of just telling people about it, we wanted to show people that it can happen to anyone. And again, show them. And that's why we created this campaign to kind of put people in that situation, because People think it can't happen to them, but it actually can happen to anybody. Okay, so what? what okay, so human trafficking—you can be trafficked. We know that. What did you guys do then? So we found a statistic that over 21 million people are lured into this industry through false job promises. So what we did is we created a fake brand called Whipped, which is a premium energy drink, and we offered people the chance to become a brand ambassador. Of, of Whipped? Of Whipped. Okay. And if you got chosen, you got a 50,000 rand salary, you got flown to the top 10 party destinations around the world, you got a personal stylist, a chauffeur, and all you had to do was go to these parties, have Whipped in your hand, have a good time, and we take photos of you and use you in our advertising. Fantastic. Exactly. I mean, that sounds amazing. Unbelievable so, job. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we tell people, they're like, oh my gosh, and they come sign up, and then they get a confirmation SMS. So they give us... And this will be people at the Saxpo, right? Yes. So it's very direct marketed to them. Yeah, Yeah. Okay. we go up to them. We're like, you look amazing. You look the perfect part. Come sign up. They give us all the information, and then they get confirmation SMS. And it says... Okay, hold it. The information you get from them is, when you say all, what? Obviously, cell phone number, what? ID, the whole yeah, story? Yeah, ID, cell phone, email... Um, what is their current occupation, their name, their sim, and they just gave it to us, no questions asked. And then they would receive an SMS that said, you've become one of the 21 million people to be lured into human trafficking through false job promises. Wow. You you want to say something? Go ahead. Oh, no, no. I'm I'm okay. All right. Well, I'm going to bring you in now in terms of of the copy side of it. So, okay, what is the reaction then? So there were all different reactions. Some people got angry because obviously they felt a bit stupid for falling for it. Some people were shocked. Um, a girl started crying. She actually just wanted to go home. And I think it, it is quite scary because you think, you know, what if this was actually real? What if I did fall for this? You know, what are the consequences of that? Um, and a lot of people said thank you, you know, because at least now they know what to do if they're ever faced with that situation in the future. Yeah, wow. Uh, I, I suppose the, and in this case, from, from a copywriting, the, the actual requirements, I mean, the pitch was critically important, isn't it? No, it had no. to be convincing. Um, well, we did have to write an entire backstory to try and make ourselves believable to people who approached the stand and asked questions. Because um, as much as unbelievable as our job was, some people did want to know a little bit more about it. And uh, at first of all, the stand was the enticing part. Then obviously we had to have our backstory right, and 
we just yeah, it sounded unbelievable, and we we knew our stuff. <laughs> Because <laughs> if anybody had a question, you wanted an answer. And people in our agency all helped, and they all had to learn the story that um, we wrote off the heart, because then at least we all had the same answer. So Absolutely. that's what made it sound so real and so authentic. So, so the stand was manned by the agency or by the Salvation Army? By, no, the, by the agency. agency. Okay, so, so the Salvation Army was actually just next door, and people would walk past and skip the flyers, and even there, it said 21 million people alerted into human trafficking. Then they'd come to us and be like, oh, look at this job, and they'd come give us the information, and then they would be like, I literally just read about it, and they didn't even register that that's what they were doing. How, how quickly after they sign up do they get that response to say, you know, you've been, you've been hoodwinked? Uh, yeah. Instantly, yeah. So we we made sure that we asked them, listen, you're going to get a confirmation SMS, and they would reach into their pockets and it would be there. So, so that means they virtually had the stand, because I mean, yes. most people, that phone rings, they're just so excited, right? So if anyone did want more information, um, then we could tell them to go and approach the Salvation Army side and obviously get a little bit more information about human trafficking as a whole. But, but, but what was the immediate response? Let's take with the vast majority. Silence. A lot of them. I think people were so overwhelmed and shocked at what we had just done to them and how easy it was for it to happen to them. Um, as Steph said, we had a couple of people cry. Some people had like a really nervous, shocked laugh. Some people just looked at us. Some people got angry. But um, generally, it was it was all um, silence. Yeah. And a lot of people said thank you, which was which was really cool because we know that we'd actually done something. So they were like, you know, thank you because now I'm aware, and and especially a lot of goals because it, it does. Like, I mean, you're Absolutely. out of varsity. You don't know what to do with your life. Ooh, a gap year, and now you get mm. offered this amazing job. You're like, yes, let's go. Who wouldn't say yes? So a lot of goals were like, you know, thank you. Now I know what to do. You know, I won't how, be how, how many people signed up? There were over, was it over 600 or 700? Yeah, wow. 700 in the course of... Oh, yeah, 700. And I mean, this is just direct marketing at one event. Exactly. Wow. So, Salvation Army, what, what, I mean, do I get it? This is a, a pro bono thing that you guys do with them or not? Um, yeah, well, they are yeah. a charity organization, so we do try and help them out with, with campaigns like this, but obviously they can't, uh, they can't pay for everything. Mm. Is the plan to take this broader outside of... Um, the sex pro event, uh, Stephanie, and, and, and maybe drive it through social media because, cause, I mean, as we know, that's another whole debate. The, the problem is, is once you do something like this and the word gets out, it's it's done. So even um, there was a uh, Jono was there, was manning the stand, and a newspaper reporter came and did it. He didn't know what it was, and he fell for it. He okay. was like, "Oh my gosh, now I have my story!" And he wrote a whole article. And people had come to the stand who had read the article, and they bought the, this one guy bought his wife and made her do it and made her fall for it. Okay, want to do exactly. first chapter, yeah. So yeah. and that article got shared like it's all over. It was all over social media. We made a video that's also got a lot lot of views online and. I think once people know about it, they kind of won't fall for it. But what we wanted to do was just create something that, because even if you didn't take part in it, you read about it, you still, you know, you'll still get the message. You'll still think, you know, if that happens in the future, you'll remember it and be like, oh my gosh, that happened to those people. So, I mean, we would love to do it again, but we're just worried about, you know. Yeah. Well, well, maybe the key is to, to adapt it. Exactly. Uh, you know, not do the same thing, but, but certainly the same principle. Because there are different ways people get trapped, and it's like, hold it, we're just giving you a warning. And I think it's created a nice step change for NGOs, because they normally just make you feel guilty. That's that's really what charities do a lot of the time. And this really put people in the situation. I think it's kind of created a nice way forward for these types of campaigns, because pe put people in the situation, make them, you know, not just ignore it and, and not care, because when they're in it, they really feel it, and, and then they really, you know, pay yeah. attention. Make them generally if, feel if, something. If the idea is not going to be... 
played out in social media because it's been done already. Is is the story going to be shared? Now, you made the point about sharing it in media. I understand that. And, and you've done that backstory in terms of the story. But, but I mean, is there an opportunity then, as, this, as we're doing right now, because I mean, this is a good few months after the event, I understand it, but it's still, I think it's worthy of news. Is there then a, 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 a story here, in fact, to take it to uh, university, to take it to schools and say, this is what's happened? I think we, just, we just want to share that with you. I think that's a great idea, and I think that's why we made the video, and I think you're, you're right. And, um, you know, that article got shared all over social media, and people were talking about it, and it got people talking. So I think that that's a really good idea, and that's something we should consider. Let's take it to schools, show them the video, make them aware, because, I mean, that's why we made the video. So, yeah, I think that's a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, schools would be a perfect place to do a similar activation, um, because obviously children in human trafficking is a is a very big well, well it's very possible that many of these kids don't even know about it so although it's been shared elsewhere uh, if you did a test at school mm. uh, and then give them the answers immediately at least even just within that that environment they'll understand and then follow up by a talk around around human trafficking that's a great idea yeah, yeah. Okay, so me part of the creative team here at uh, <laughs> Owen Castle Leo Bernetta, you never know right anything else you need to tell us about this thing I think that just what was really important is that, you know, people often think that human trafficking is, is for, you know, poorer communities because they, you know, they're not educated. But what we really showed is that can happen to anyone. And, I mean, there was an aeronautical engineer, a doctor, a lawyer. They came well, well, let's put it this way. I, mean, I don't know what they charge, and I'm certainly not intending to go to the sex store, but I don't think it's for free. No, it's, it's not. It's expensive to it, attend, it, right? It is. So it was a completely different target market. And it's a target market who thinks, oh, no, no that won't, you know, that won't happen to me. Mm. And an aeronautical engineer was like, I am an aeronautical engineer. How did I fall for this? And that's the point. Yeah. doesn't matter where you come from, what your education, how much you earn, it happens to everyone. And that's really what we wanted to get across. And I, th- I really think we achieved that. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, well, to someone who's from an underprivileged community, um, any job that can su- supply enough money for them and their family is an unbelievable opportunity. So, I mean, our job might have been a little bit bigger to try and attract the target audience that was at Sexpo. But um, it's exactly the same principle. Mm-hmm. How, just, just from now, let's go back to the agency, right, outside of, of the Salvation Army. Is this a campaign, because I think it's a wonderful campaign, is the campaign that's now, uh, you know, being entered for whatever, the usual competitions and awards, and uh, whether it's Lurie's and, and Apex, and I don't know how many others that I don't know about. Talk to me about that. Um, I yeah, would think well, so. Of course, we would we would are going to and would like to enter it into awards. Um, we do need some recognition for our own CVs, I suppose. <laughs> but that's that's not why we did this this campaign. I mean, we genuinely do want to try and make a difference through great creative work. Um, the awards is just something that comes with it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. You know, there's so much stuff about the advertising industry. You're selling people stuff they don't, you know, really need, and you're just trying to make money. And when there's opportunities to actually do good with, you know, the work you do, it's it's amazing. And if we've helped one person that in the future they're placed in that situation and, and they think twice, then we've done a great job, and, and we're really, really proud of it. But obviously, I mean, awards are amazing, and we'd love those. And I'm sure you, <laughs> I have a sense you're going to get them anyway. Thank from this you. Year. But let's leave it at that. Stephanie Larson, the creative director at uh, Owen Castle, Leo Burnett, and from the same agency, Jonathan Dennis is the copywriter as well. And this is for the, in fact, it's the Salvation Army creative campaign put together by this agency uh, and, and it's all about really on the one hand making people aware 
of the dangers of human trafficking, but in this case here specifically, how quickly you can be lured without even knowing it, almost like just a competition, and they were able to get information from a whole range of people in, in a couple of seconds. Uh, in fact, I'm going I'm to leave it to you guys to maybe just tweet me if you can, as well as on Facebook, so Ashraf Garda at an SFM radio, just the, the campaign and maybe the, the newspaper articles that, that came through. I'm, I'm happy to share that as well. And in fact, I'll put it up as well just now, so uh, give me your thoughts on whether it's an ad win or an, or an ad miss, although this is very much a campaign more than just one specific advert, understandably so.